Respect everyone and love your Christian brothers and sisters. Fear God and respect the King. This week we're going to reflect on some favorite moments or our reflections on principles this week. Next on the Mighty Anvil. God, you are my smith. Forge me into the servant that you would have me be. Hit me hard enough to brush the scale and impurities from my life. Draw out my life to the length that you would have it. Make me tough enough to resist persecution and temper me so that I am hard enough to withstand my temptations. Lord, as I go through life, put me back in the fire from time to time to prepare me as I get blemished with sin. And when my, and when, when my life is over and the fires of life are quenched, Please grant me a home with you in heaven. Amen. Amen. How you doing, Alan? I am uh, doing pretty good. This is different. Kind of tripping out on uh, this yeah, live. Like live I'm of... Alan. I can, like <laughs> wave at the camera. <laughs> yeah, so we're doing something a little bit uh, different this week. We're going to do a live event. And uh, hi, everybody. Uh, we're going to play with some uh, some new technology and yeah. go from there. Yeah. So, um, the brushing, which is, a, it's a, what is it? It's, the brushing is where, it's when a work is, they, they use a heavy, like an iron brush with stiff bristles, and they brush the impurities and the slag off of the, the work to make it uh, better. Right, okay. What, was, what have you brushed off this week? I'm trying to think. Wow. Um, well, I don't know if it's necessarily that I brushed off. What I've done differently is I've just gone and been more honest with Isaiah. Uh, I'll go and tell him, like, you know, hey, Daddy was frustrated because of, you know, this thing that happened. And I guess being, um, I'm brushing off being closed up about how I feel when it comes to explaining my feelings to the kids. Because I know that, like, as parents, we tend to, we want the kids to explain to us, like, hey, tell us how you feel, and tell us how you feel. Hey, tell us how you feel. But then we don't actually do that with our kids, and, and we don't actually, you know, tell the kids, hey, this is how daddy feels right now. So that's, I, I'm, that's for me, that's what I brushed off this week, is, is being more open and, and telling him, and also letting him know, like, hey, daddy messed up here, I should have done this instead, I made a bad choice. Well, I didn't make the best choice. I'll put it that way. So why, why, why has it been hard for you to open up to him? Um, I wouldn't say that it's been hard. I just think that... It's not like out of habit or something? It's not, yeah, it's not out of it's Yeah, it's, it's out of the norm. Gotcha. It's not something that, I've, that Shannon and I have really done before. Uh, but in wanting him to tell us more about himself, I feel it's only fair that we tell, tell him more about us and how, how it is that we're doing day to day. Right. Yeah. Yeah, what about you? Brushing for me this week. Uh, I had a good one a while ago, but I forgot with all the stuff that we're trying to, <laughs> to accomplish here. Yeah. Um, but the, uh, I think I think we're actually going to get into it today on one of our uh, reminiscing moments. Okay. But it is uh, just brushing off the non-peace, if I can say it that way. The piece that I look for all the time, making sure that I am continuing to brush off the, the negativity that, mm -hmm. like, we've got a lot of stuff going on. I mean, it was funny. We were at work the other day. I was at work the other day, and we were talking, and I was like, everybody's asking, so how are you doing? You know, I'm like, yeah. I'm doing pretty good. I just can't wait for 2022 to get over. I mean, it's been a year, and they're going. It feels like 2020 again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 And uh, one of the guys goes, well, 2023 is not going to be any better. And I'm like, oh, come on now. Don't say that. <laughs> Don't yeah. say that. Let's not speak that. But yeah. Um, but just, you know, that was an opportunity for me to think about, uh, well, next year's going to suck too. But just brushing that off mm -hmm. and knowing that me demonstrating peace in my life makes yeah. it, attr uh, it attractive to other people. Like, how are you so calm in the storm of things? But yes. It, wow. It, it is the trust and just knowing that he's got it and. 
there's nothing really I can do about it anyway. So right, right. Why stress about it. So. Yeah, that's I've kind of been in the same spot because with um, work for me, it's been so the division I work for has been was bought out by another company. So like we're in the middle of an acquisition and all that stuff. And of course, you know, everybody's like, well, are we going to have jobs? What's going to go on? And our bosses told us like, don't worry, everybody has jobs, this, that, and the other. But at the same time, it's like, are you? just saying that or it's so there's there's still like a lot of uncertainty but you know i'm choosing to try to i'm choosing to stay positive in the moment and you know listen to what he's saying rather than what the voice inside my head is saying or what you know other co-workers might be saying to try to you know because then this starts a downward spiral and that thing never ends so <laughs> no it, it doesn't end there's a it's reason, hard yeah it's a reason why it's a downward spiral yes now uh, what do we got going on at uh, grace point uh, this week at Grace Point, well, this week, well, we have our, we have a servant leader, um, get together coming up. Uh, so if you are a servant leader at Grace Point Family Church, get in touch with, uh, Pastor Hope, Pastor Leif, or Pastor Lee, or Pastor Carrie, and Pastor Carrie, and they will get you the details for the, um, our little celebration coming up. Uh, other than that, in January comes our third anniversary? I'm not mistaken. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Third, third, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's the third anniversary. I hope I got that right. <laughs> third anniversary for Grace Point Family Church. Uh, but yeah, so um, it's going to be great. I mean, we've got a lot of things coming up. We've got a great new year to come up to uh, look forward to, as well as uh, worship events and serving opportunities as well. Um, so yeah. Right on. I think for y'all got street showers coming up. Oh no, that was this last weekend. That was this last weekend. How'd that go? Did, did you go? I did not go. I am curious. To, I'm going to go to one of those uh, opportunities one of these times. I just it's been a crazy month of December. So they actually so there's there was a time that they actually brought the trailer that has the showers in it over and like we could actually like walk through the whole thing. It actually is really really nice inside. Um, there are separate bays inside the trailer itself. There's hot water that is plumbed into it and. Yeah, I mean, you get, I mean, and they, and they clean it rigorously, clean it after everybody's out of, out of the shower. Gotcha, gotcha. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty cool. Well, at uh, Elevate Life Church, we got uh, Friday, December 16th at 6.30 p.m. Uh, we have our Christmas at the Cathedral. Also, Saturday, December 17th, 6.30 p.m. And then Sunday, uh, December 18th at the 9 and 11 o'clock services. Um let's see embrace um they've got some things going on but we can keep track on facebook it is getting around christmas time i do know that they need uh groups of people to come help uh for dinners at night mm -hmm. uh, there at the house so um take a look at that other than that um well i think so the question this year or this season was when we die we get to go to heaven and all of our questions are answered. Mm -hmm. What was one? Uh, what was yours? Uh, mine was. I don't remember what my answer was. I think it kind of changed a couple times. Yeah. I mean, I was you know I was trying to be a little funny with it because I was like, well, are aliens actually real? Are we the only ones? You know, kind of thing. Um, well, that was the intent. It was supposed that, to have yeah. fun. Right? Sure, sure, sure. But I mean, we actually did get some pretty good, yeah. um, serious like questions or. Yeah, some serious questions out of it. I think one of the best ones was, you know, did I make an impact? Um, did I fulfill the destiny that you had for me? Um, you know, and I think uh, Jose had a good one of wanting to meet the relatives he wasn't able to before. Mm, yeah. And, you know, learn about their lives. Um, so I think that I think that's fantastic. The most intriguing one that I think was, uh, why only 33 years? Because yes. it was kind of vague, but then... Yes. Once you start to understand what they're asking, mm -hmm. it was interesting. You know, it's like, why was it only 33 years? Yeah, Jesus I mean, there's, there's a design in it. There's a reason why. Right? Yeah. Well, mine, I think we've discussed it several times, and it's it's not changed. Because I could sit and watch videos on the universe for YouTube universe, YouTube University forever. Mm -hmm. um, and just because grasping how big the universe is, it's just mind-blowing. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I want to understand that vastness as, go, as uh, it goes up. Or as when I go up there, I want to. Is there a multiverse? Ooh. Does it yes. exist? Wormholes. Is there another version of me running around? It, it, wormholes and all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to know. 
So uh, we got uh, a list of uh, some uh, reminiscing uh, that we yes. got this week. We'll start off with your first one that was uh, Nick Gertzide and uh, on his core values. Do we want to talk? Let's talk about it afterwards. Okay. Core verse. Core verse is First Chronicles 16.27. Honor and majesty surround him. Strength and joy fill his dwelling. And why does that speak to you? Okay, so. In the Bible, it talks about priests and kings. I believe that pastors are priests and us as business owners, us as leaders, we are destined to be kings in your household. You are the king of your household. Your wife is the queen of the household, but you are a king. This is exactly the kind of people I want around me. This is the family that I want to have. This is the people that I want to do life with. I want to do life with people who are honorable and people who respect authority, people who embrace majesty. Every man that comes into my household, he is a king in his, in his domain, right? So in my household, he will be treated with honor and respect. Strength and joy will fill his dwelling. My kids will be strong. And I want them to bring joy. I want them to bring joy into every room they walk into. Oh, I see what you did there. So with everything in this verse, it speaks not just to the direction that I want to go, but the direction that people either choose to follow me in or the people that God has assigned to me, my wife and kids, to live within. Everything is, has a purpose, right? Mm -hmm. So that's why that's why this verse. I like it. I like it. Some thought behind that. I really There's a lot of thought behind that. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, I, I, the other thing I noticed is the wording that you use. Um, the people that God has assigned to me. Why did you word it that way? Okay, so I do not get to pick my kids. I chose my wife, but did I? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, in. I have, over the last three years, I've very much changed my, my mindset. It used to be a lot about me. I'm choosing this, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, I'm whatever, I'm going this direction. And um, Pastor Keith was, was speaking one day about blessings. And I'm gonna go, I'm gonna take this to money. And this, if, if, this, if this bothers you, I'm about to talk to money, this is a conversation you need to be having with God. Because a lot of people go, oh, money. You know, tithing and this and that money. Mm, okay, but I've tithed before, but I never got blessed. To be blessed, you tithe and you must be a good steward of what God has given you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. A lot of people miss that second piece. Or they think steward just deals with money. No. You need to steward your wife correctly. You need to steward your kids correctly. You need to steward your vehicles correctly. You need to steward your house correctly. You need to steward your retirement correctly. You need to steward your... Dare I say kids? Yes. I did. Okay, thank you for that. <laughs> they do take a little extra steward. They do. They, they do. do. But you need to steward your friends correctly. You need to steward your business relationships correctly. You have to steward the entire thing. Right. And all of those individuals God has brought into your life and assigned to you. So right now, I have people that are assigned to me. I have people that are assigned above me, that are helping to elevate my life. Mm -hmm. I have people that are parallel to me that I do life with. They're assigned to be in that area. And I have people that I am reaching down and pulling it with me. Those are, those are assignments. But those assignments are, are, all, those are all pieces of stewardship. So what, it's funny because one of the things that I do with my kids is um, I'm going to go down a little parenting role and work, and this, this ties in. I don't like spanking my kids, but I do believe in spanking. Oh, yeah. Okay? I do believe in it. I do believe that there's a place for time out, but that doesn't work for very strong-headed kids. Mm -hmm. A lot of times when you have a kid sit there in time out, you're letting that energy fester within them. Well former gymnastics coach, what if I take that energy out of the kid? So my girls will do push-ups now, or they run the stairs, or I take them outside and they run a lap around the block. And guess what? By the time they're done, the energy's removed from the situation and they can hear me now. That's stewarding. Okay, now some of you are going to listen to this and go, okay, Nick, when should I do this? I'm going to give you a five-step process. 
Okay? Step one, always try to do positive reinforcement. Okay? Okay. Step two, set the expectation. A lot of parents discipline without setting the expectation of the discipline. I tell my daughters, if you don't do this, you're going to start doing your push-ups. Or you don't do this, you're going to have to run three. You're going to have to run the stairs three times. If you don't do this, we're going to go outside and you're going to run run a lap around the block. Now my kids are six and three, and yes, I do make them do all of this. If you don't believe me, you can ask them yourselves. Okay. <laughs> well, they roll the eyes when we ask. Oh, no, man. they no, they won't. They'd be like, "Yep," and it's great because they're proud of it now. They understand that my dad doesn't have to spank me. I do this instead. So then, then now I've set the expectation. Now I get to deliver the punishment. Okay. My six-year-old does ten push-ups. My three-year-old does five. My six-year-old does three, three um, stairs. Th- yep, she'll go down the stairs three times. Mm-hmm. My three-year-old will do one. Well done. I don't know if my shoulder <laughs> nice. can do yeah. that. <laughs> But, but after I set the expectation, I follow through with the discipline. If that doesn't work, I then set the expectation of spankings, and then I follow through with the spankings. But by the time we're there, I mean, 90% of my spankings, it never gets to that point. And I don't even have to spank hard anymore because I've reinforced it so many times. So hopefully that helps some parent that's listening to this podcast right stuff. now. No, no, that's wish, good. I uh, wish we had this conversation about 17 years ago. <laughs> well, we, I was going to say with Isaiah, I've noticed that we... We, I did spanking one time, and then after that, I was just like, this doesn't work. And you it, don't it, like it. Doesn't, it. it doesn't, no, I don't. I hate it. it right? Yeah, and I don't like it, and it doesn't work. Shannon can't stand it either. So we tried timeout, too. Timeout doesn't work for him. Because when we do timeout, it's like, okay, well, we'll send him to his room, and you will say, sit and think about it. Right. Sit and think. Calm down. What does he do? I mean, we hear screaming. Yeah, screaming at the top of his lungs. He's banging stuff around. Yes. He's just, ah! I mean, and just like, what in the world? It's that energy. So, so yes. So now we talk to him. So, all right, well, come and talk to me. So I'll get down and get on his level mm-hmm. and say, and tell me, all right, tell me why you're upset. What feelings are you feeling? So we talk about feelings. Mm-hmm. We tell him, we have him express what it is that he's feeling. Mm-hmm. And then we tell him, well, this is the reason why. Mm-hmm. Dad did this. This is the reason why mom did this. Mm-hmm. That's because lovely. X, Y, Z. And I think by doing that, he seems to understand more. Um, I do need to try the push-ups or something, though. Sometimes. Because of that energy. That energy's yeah, there. Because of the energy. Yeah. And he's at daycare all day. Not daycare. He's at preschool all day. So, right? of course, at preschool, he's not necessarily putting on a facade. But when we were in school, what do we do? We acted like <laughs> angels in school for the most part. We acted like angels in school. Uh-huh. And then you get home and you have a three-year-old and now they're, they're bouncing off the walls. They're running into you on purpose because I've had to do, I've had to be in this container all yes. day. And now I'm at home where I'm comfortable. I don't have to be in this container. Right. So I'm going to jump off the couch. I'm going to roll around and just make a whole bunch of noise. And that's what we let them do it because it's like, okay, well, I, I get it. I get it. You've got this energy. You have to get out because you've been... Having to be, you know, prim and proper at, at school, now you can you feel comfortable at home, you need to let loose, go for it. Jump off the couch a couple times. Let's go I, run around outside. I love that. A lot of parents forget that. They're still kids. You put them in a structured environment at how old? Three. At three? Well, before three, but yeah. Still three years old in a structured environment? Mm-hmm. They still need to be kids. That's great. I think more parents need to hear what you just said. And give their kids grace. I will have to give credit. It was something I read online. Not not my own thought. It was something I read online about here's why your kid, you know, explodes when he gets home. And it's like, oh. Right. So it was just something I was like, oh, I need to start reading, actually remembering this when he is, you know, I don't know, tap dancing in the kitchen or something. <laughs> but, but what I love about it is you didn't just read it and let it go to the sideline. You read it and you implemented it. Yeah. And now here we go. Let's take that a step further, right? You got your wife on board. Mm-hmm. She was already on board. She was, yeah. But still, you had that conversation. A lot of parents, especially men, they'll go down a discipline route or they'll change something within their household and they forget to speak to their wife about it to make sure that they're going into the situation as a team. With alignment, yeah. And it, it's so key. Like the five step process that I mentioned before, mm-hmm. I had it set. But I had to make sure that my wife had it set because if we're both enforcing the same rules, if we're both enforcing the same guidance, if we're both enforcing the same timelines, 
then the child gets consistency within the household. What was it for you that... I just, I, I just, I like the intentionality behind what he was talking about. And obviously speaking positively over your kid, over the kids and over your wife, um, speaking positively over yourself. Because I know that we've talked a lot in our health series, and I know that we've talked, um, I'm sure it's been mentioned in the Father Knows Best series, and just in general, like watching the self-talk that we do and, and you know, paying more attention to what we actually listen to. Because whether we believe it or not, the first thing that we, when we listen to it, we're repeating it in our head, whether or not we're conscious of it. And I think that having that positive output, having that positive outlook, and then also speaking positively over yourself, speaking positively over your, your wife and your kids um, is extremely important. It's, and that way we live by design and not by default. Yeah, I think that's key. You know, from he said, well, everything that he was saying there, just I kept thinking, wow, this is really positive, just positive mm-hmm. thinking, positive uh, way of, you know, building up and in, encouraging your family members and who you want them to be just speaking over them so I, I like that the other thing that I really liked was when he because later on he, he kind of talked about stewardship and he mentioned you know having things that are assigned to him and I thought that was really interesting the way he, he mentioned um, having the, the family assignment the family being assigned to him and not that so it, it's, it's almost like he it's almost you know, in a way stating, God has given this to me. I didn't create it. You know, yeah, sure, we can look and go, well, like, yeah, my wife and I, we made our children. But at the same time, it's like, well, no, God actually was the one that knitted them together. God was the one that designed their features and their mind and their soul. And um, so I liked it. I liked it, the intentionality behind when he said his wife was assigned to him, the kids are assigned to him, and being a good steward over not just possessions, but also of the people around you, your family. Okay. Uh, my first uh, memory uh, or reminiscing uh, this week was uh, Alan Morris, and uh, we'll take a listen and get back to uh, speaking on that. Um, top three core values, love, number one for me. Um, that means a lot of different things, <clears throat> which we can crack that open if you want to. Uh, love number one, wisdom is number two, the pursuit of wisdom. And three is uh, kind of double-fold, but uh, it's influence and leadership together, which I believe both of them go hand-in-hand. Hand, so, Love, what was the second one? Wisdom. Wisdom. And That's inf- a new one. I don't think we yeah, had wisdom. No. Yeah. But uh, influence. influence is kind of an interesting one. Yeah. Um, that one's not been said either, so give us a little rundown on, on influence. Um, are you a uh, are you an influencer out in the world of YouTube and stuff like that, or is that something I've got it all wrong? Uh, I'm not an influencer on social media. <laughs> I would like to think I'm an influ- influencer in life. Um, most of my top leadership skills through doing uh, you know Gallup Strength Finder are our leadership or our influencing leadership talents. Um, my my top uh, gift is woo winning others over. Um, so that one is, I've got it right here. People exceptionally talented in the woo theme, love the challenge of meeting new people and winning them over. So that's, that's definitely an influencing type thing. So, uh, influencing core value just is, is, comes from a self-discovery, uh, mindset of knowing who God's created me to be. And so just placing that in the rightful spot. Very insightful. And (laughs) yes, uh, you wooed me. That didn't even sound right. <laughs> the first time we met. Absolutely. I mean, I, well, what you just said, it, it makes sense on how yeah. our first interaction went. And uh, wow, that was, I like that. You know, for me, uh, and it was funny, as I'm listening to this, it, it is woo. I was thinking mm-hmm. it was wow, winning others. Winning others over. Yeah, but it's it's W O O. It's winning. right, right. And uh, I like you know it just makes sense. There's so many things in my head when uh, I finally get it. It's just like oh yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> but uh, the reason why that spoke to me is um, I've never met a person that didn't like me, or mm-hmm. if they didn't, I accepted the challenge on seeing what I could do to yeah. win them over. 
And uh, I like I just like the acronym of Woo and how that played out. But um, that that was one that was why that jumped out at me. Yeah, I mean, when I first met you, I didn't wait. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just like, oh, who's this guy? Why is he talking to me? No, I mean, I, I, but when you listen to Alan Moore's, like you listen to him, you go, I like this guy. He's got there, there's something about him that he's got, and I think like you just the way he speaks, you can to me, I, you can tell he's humble. You can tell he, he doesn't he doesn't feel like he he doesn't act like he knows it all. You know, I think that he understands that he doesn't know it all. And at the same time, you know, you can tell that he's doing what he can to he's doing what he can to figure it out, to press in, to listen to what God tells him to do and follow through with it. And also leading his kids that way. Um, I think with a lot of the the men on the podcast or our reflections that we have here, um, I think all of them, you're going to be able to say something to that extent of like, yeah, they're, they're great leaders. All of them are. Yeah, I agree. It's so funny. Uh, I'm kind. <laughs> yeah, it really threw them off. It really threw them off. Yeah. So the next person you have here is Jose. And, yes. Uh, yeah, let's take a listen and uh, we'll discuss here in a minute. Luke 14, 33, uh, so you cannot become my disciple without giving up everything you own. So how does that addition by, subscri- by subtraction work? Get that word out. I think it's, I think that verse in particular is about what you focus on. Because um, if you focus on what you have, then you can't see how what you've been blessed with can bless other people. Um, we learn that through our financial journey, and um, you know, through our journey in getting out of debt and becoming living financial, financially free. In our ultimate journey to be able to give outrageously and to be able to be an an amazing blessing on behalf of God for somebody else, we've always made sure that we were focused on when God blesses us with something. We have to live with an open palm and give it out. Um, like he does pour through us, not pour into us. He pours through so that way we can pour onto other people. And so if you start to give what you have, like Alan said, it's you can get more money. And it, it'll, it'll come. Like if you start giving out what you've been blessed with, God's going to bless you with more. And you're just going to be able to give more and more and have a greater and greater impact on everyone that you come around. How would you redefine that for someone who's not a believer? Because we're saying here, God mm-hmm. will give through, give to us what we, he can give through us. Mm-hmm. But how does this principle work for someone who's not like, yeah. That... So if you put it in like the business world, right, um, a big a big piece of becoming successful within business is relationships. It's creating relationships and fostering those so that way when opportunities come, you have built a relationship that can open that door or help or you know help you get into that conversation you need to be at. You can't do that if you're constantly taking from people. If you're constantly holding and hoarding, you're not going to build those relationships. So by giving and focusing on others more you create those relationships and create those advocates on your behalf that way when those opportunities come that you have somebody who can help get your foot in the door you have somebody who can help you reach that level or whatever whatever goal you're trying to get to it's a lot harder if you don't have those relationships and bridges built so subtracting a little bit from yourself focusing on other people can help you build those bridges to get to where you want to go ultimately. Boom, so, mic drop. It, yeah, it reminds <laughs> me of like of an episode of The Simpsons where Ned Flanders had the left-handed store. And every like Homer kept running into these people <laughs> that needed like, oh, you know, this ledger is all wrong, and the spirals are on the other side, it'd be easier, and somebody needed left-handed scissors. And in his head that the little bubble came up. It was like, "Well, you could tell him about this place." And he's like, "Yeah, no, I'm not going to do that. Flanders is, you know, nuts." But then, you know, there was a scene where Flanders is having to close the store because nobody's come by. And then all of a sudden, this flood of people come in. And it's because, like you said, when you take the focus off of yourself and actually focus on helping out somebody else, that's 
essentially like making that relationship in the business world. You, hey, Homer knows this guy who has all this left-handed stuff that these people need. Now I'm just going to go tell him, hey, well, I know somebody that can help you out. I know somebody that can do this for you. I know somebody that, you know, um, has knowledge in this area. Uh, when we had Nick on, he, we were talking about um, podcasts. And, you know, he was he has a lot of knowledge in the podcast world. So we, you know, kind of spoke to him and he gave us some in insight and some ideas. Um, when it comes to my own personal life, um, the many of the jobs that I have gotten were because of somebody I knew. Um, so what was, what was behind that for you? Uh, for me, just... It showed to me. I, I I can see his giving attitude and his giving spirit. Um, the way that you know he spoke about taking taking the reflection off off of himself. Um, to me, it's, he gets the big picture. He get, the big picture is it's not about me. The big picture is you know it's about what I'm doing in through, with the body of Christ. What am I doing with that? What am I doing with what God's given me? Am I keeping it all to myself, my four and no more, or am I helping others out? That's what, I mean, he, perfect example, he leads a financial freedom class. You know, this is knowledge that he's gained, and now I'm going to go share that knowledge with somebody else so they can help themselves. It's not just about, and I think, I want to say Nick said that in, in his episode, not just about, you know, only having people pull you up, but also pulling those up that are, Maybe not there with you yet. Well, let's pull them up so they can they they can obtain the same status level, whatever you think, you know, whatever you want to equal footing, you know. Um, that's to me. That's what that's what spoke out to me about his about his episode and who who I see Jose as. I gotcha. You know, just listening to that clip right there, I think that that was one of my uh, reflections or one of the takeaways for me. Uh, the reason was I believe at the very beginning he talks about giving and um, asking for the right things. And when, I'll get to that in a second, but I really feel like that was a key that was, re, that was kind of a revelation this year for me mm -hmm. about if I, want, if I align the wants and needs with God, then they will, that's, that's why they come to me. That's what I believe. Like if I don't, that's, you know, when I'm asking for that new car, that's why I don't get the new car because it's not really necessary. I guess not necessarily what God wants for me. There's something else he where somewhere else he wants me to align with. So that's why that's why that spoke out to me. I think that was a key that was kind of opened up to me this year. Is making sure that if you're if you're asking for what God wants, then that's how He gets it to, or that's why He gets it to mm. you. And it, and that just proves that your heart is after His, and that's what He appreciates, right? That, that's why I didn't get the Powerball. <laughs> no, no, but I, to be, I, you know, that's being funny. But at the same time, I, I think it's correct in thinking um, that if I if I seek God's heart in all my decisions, if I include God in all my decision making, God's going to reveal what He wants for me. Whether that be the hey, I got the promotion, or I didn't get that job because. God knows, like, well, hey, if you get this job, you're going to be miserable in it. That's why I'm not giving it to you, you know, kind of thing. Yes, I know that in your heart of hearts, you're like, this is what I want. I know, I hear you, my child. I know you want this job. But I know that this is not what you want, so I'm not going to give it to you. I like how you used a Powerball because, um, <laughs> oh, well, I think that that's, it's part of it. It's like um, if, if it doesn't line up with what he wants, it's just taking chances on if we yeah. get it or not. We're not, it's not a more of a guaranteed thing. Mm -hmm. Like it's more guaranteed with following his heart than over here it's just random chance if we get sure. it or not. Yeah. He, he could bless us if he wanted to, but yeah. you know, I don't think that that's, I don't think that's. That's not the point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's my, that was my takeaway. Um, so it was an interesting, uh, our, our next reflection is mine and, uh, what an interesting two, two recording episodes, unfortunately. I just want to thank Kristen and uh, Taryn for uh, just being uh, kind and gracious. Um, but yeah, it was, we went there and mm -hmm. uh, the microphones that we're using record on them. So that's my backup plan, right? Okay. I usually record into uh, the laptop here. So when I got to uh, Maker's Gym, uh, <laughs> 
I forgot the cable that hooks the microphones up to the... Not a worry, though. Yeah. Because the microphones record, and we just record that way, and I'll just pull it off there. But uh, these are new microphones. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got a warranty... Not warranty. Where you swap them out. Oh, yeah. Just yeah. exchange. Yeah. yeah. An exchange for... Because they weren't quite working. And so the new ones weren't set up to record... As a backup, uh, so my backup wasn't working, so we yeah. had to record again. So thank you, girls. I appreciate um, y'all taking the time, uh, you know, another time uh, for coming out. But uh, this is uh, this one is another one that made me think about. I think Revelation to the keys of. Uh, asking God for something you want it's finding out what God wants and allowing that to happen in your life so that was a short one but Mm -hmm. kind of the same thing that we just talked about with Jose Um, when your heart is aligned with God I mean, that's, she said it right there, and we talked about it right before then. So, yeah. yeah. Any thoughts on that? All I can say is, like, include them in your decision-making process. Include, I mean, because that's the thing. If, if we want, we want God to, I'm trying to figure out how to say this. Everything we've learned in the Bible, it's, it's when you include God in your life, it see, it's, looks like, I mean, Good things happen, right? Um, healing, healing is done. Rest- restoration is is completed for you. Uh, when you decide to try to do your life your own way, I mean, I know what that's like. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't work out very well. No, it does not work out well. Uh, so you got David Smith next. So let's yes. uh, let's take a listen, and we'll be right back. Or. I guess we're still here. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what to say anymore. Obvious. If you are a team, your leader is your number one customer. If leaders serve the team and the team serves the leader's vision, the customer is served well because the leader's vision is to serve. I don't know. I, it, just putting that together, you know, praying for uh, your everyday life and, and the people that are you know, leading you and who you are leading. And then uh, I forgot what the other part was caught on earlier, but twice you brought that up. I wanted to mention that. I, I like that. We've been talking about leadership earlier and uh, squirrel. I don't know if y'all saw the squirrel run across the microphone, but <laughs> um, it, it really was. We were talking about serving and leadership and how. A good leader doesn't push his team. A good leader pulls his team. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Just a little nugget for those that are listening. So <laughs> so I wanted to ask, because we, we talked about prayer, but I, I, I wanted to kind of back up. And how is there a correct way to pray? Because I think for people that are new to church or new to uh, following Christ, I think that there's a, a false expectation of here's how you're supposed to pray. Um, how do we pray? You know, Jesus' um, apostles asked him, Lord, how should we pray? And he told them. And just like that, mm-hmm. dang it, that didn't get that clear. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, do you remember what he said? Um, in the, Well, long story short, he ended up saying that you know, God knows, like, you know your schedule, so start with prayer there. Start with your day-to-day, and, in, and you know, hey, God, like, here's what I've got going on today. I'm going to work, and at work today, I've got these meetings, and I've got these tasks to take care of. Help me to make great decisions. Help me to, you know, speak well in these meetings. Help me to retain the knowledge that I need to retain or to speak to these um, situations and, and whatnot. And I think that that's one of the things when I when I stepped away from church and then I came back and I struggled with, well, what do I pray about? And I think that they, I mean, it can be daunting for anybody that's new to, to, to church or new to um, Christianity is, is, what do you pray about? Like, and you know, you always hear, yeah, well, pray for things that you want, but 
It was like, yeah, I want a million dollars, but that's that. What <laughs> is that really what I need to pray for? Well, no. Um, so yeah, to me, it's 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 start with something simple. A prayer doesn't have to be, you know, eloquent speech with, you know, in where you're talking in iambic pentameter. It's not. It's not. You know, <laughs> to be or not to be. It's nothing. Just, hey God, it's me. I I need your help. I've got X Y Z going on, and I'm not sure what to do. Yeah, I don't know that there's a, a correct or incorrect way to have a relationship with God and just speak to him and talk to him and ask him, you know, what do you want and mm-hmm. then see what he wants and then actually what you want, you know, see if it lines up. I'm sure it'll happen. Uh, well, we have uh, one more uh, a reflection. Uh, this gentleman definitely, uh, uh, yeah, we'll be right. It's Jared, Jared Bryant. And uh, we'll talk about it here in a second. How do you teach children about integrity? I have two young kids. Um, one is three. The other is uh, seven months old. So she has some time. But my son is three. How do you, t- what do you I mean, in your opinion, what do you, how do you teach kids about integrity? That's, that's really good, brother, because... For seven years, I've been teaching a leadership class, which is a lot of these character traits. And so I've been teaching it to seventh graders. And so you're looking at 11 and 12-year-olds. Formative years. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think it's the perfect time to have that. So sometimes it goes over their head, the ones who are a little bit more immature, but the majority of them catch it. And if not, the least I'm doing is I'm planting. Mm -hmm. right? And so then in the future, I tell them, I said, listen, man, I I don't care if you remember my name. But hopefully something's been planted right here. And then when you come to those crossroads in life, you'll remember, man, I don't know where I learned it, you know, whatever, but I I feel like I should do this. That's been planted, right? And so I I don't care if you remember me, but hopefully you learned something in this class. So going back to that, so integrity is one of the things that I I attempt to teach them. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes we do different activities. And of course, I, I show them a bunch of different things, videos, you read articles, we read real life case studies of people showing integrity. Uh, example one, um, so to answer your question real quick, showing, mm. modeling, doesn't matter the age, you model the behavior. I could tell you all day long, Alan, you must respect me, you must respect me, you, mu- you must respect me. But brother, if I'm not showing you respect, yeah. then you're gonna be like, excuse me? Like it's, it's not the same, right? Mm-hmm. And so there, something, there's a, there's a, a disconnect here. Right. Yeah. And so the short answer to what you ask, how do you teach that to kids, is modeling. Absolutely, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you've always heard, uh, do as I say and not oh, as yeah. I do, but that just doesn't, that doesn't work, man. Uh, that's not, that's not, that's not something that no, I've ever seen no. my kids it work on them. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, that was all of them. Uh, any thoughts on modeling? How are you modeling uh, for Isaiah? It's tough. It's tough. And well, that's, and in modeling for Isaiah, that's when I, I tell him when I mess up. I tell him, you know, that I don't have it all figured out because I think that as children, our, our first image of God is our parents. You know, we look at them and go, well, they're, they've, they're perfect. They got it all figured out. They, they're able to do all this stuff that I can't, <laughs> you yes. know. And then when you're able to explain to them, like, hey, I messed up. And then with that being said, it, then it puts you on this pedestal where they think they can never attain it. And I think when you're able to tell them, like, hey, I messed up and I don't always make the right decisions. I don't make the best decisions. You know, I get angry. I get frustrated just like you do. I get sad and I get upset. Um, I think that lets them know, like, oh, wait, that dad's human, too. Mom's human. Mom doesn't have it all figured out. Dad messes up sometimes, and they tell me that they mess up. And I think that lowers the bar in their head. I don't mean in a bad way, but it lowers the bar in their head to where they go, I don't have to try to be this perfect angel that, you know, I thought that they were, but I can still be the best person I can be because that's who they're being. I got you. I got you. And I, I actually, I got that from Theron, because Theron was the one that actually told me about that. And um, he was telling, I, I know that on, when we had him on, he was talking about a situation that he had with his daughter, Kennedy. And um, 
you know, how she felt like she had to be perfect because dad never messes up. And, you know, and he's like, no, 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 I, I mess up. I don't have it all figured out. You might think I do, but I don't. <laughs> oh, so any last thoughts on uh, the season seven? Man. Principles? This season was really, really good. Um, I know there was, there was a bunch of other people that we had that we wanted to talk to, you know, and and just... They'll be on. They'll be on soon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I think this, honestly, I think we could probably revisit this and get a whole new set of principles and, you know, and hear, or even just the same ones and just get somebody else's, you know, another person's take on, on some of the principles. Yep, I agree. I agree. I think you can uh, definitely go back to the through this. Um, yeah, for my takeaway, I think it was really, at the near the end of it, I realized that they all work together and mm-hmm. how they're all intertwined and how, yeah, how they just work together. I thought that was, I thought that, you know, you think about, okay, integrity, yes. I didn't ever think about integrity with giving. You know? Right, yeah. And, or uh, being thankful with I'm trying uh, joy, you mm-hmm. know. Well, I guess I can see those. I'm just throwing some some. some well, I mean, together. joy is joy is is not happiness. Happiness is different from joy. Right, and we we discussed that this week mm-hmm. this this season. Uh, so next season, uh, we're looking at getting into three movie quotes per guest. Yes, and uh, they'll give us the movie quotes and why they in, why they're impactful to them. So we're not looking for. You know, I'm, I'm going to say this, not just movie quotes, but if there is a monologue that, mm-hmm. you know, like I've got that one from Star Wars, oh, yeah. right? That's kind of a monologue. It's not yeah. just a quote. They're, they're, it, the whole thing is important together. So going to throw that in there, make it a little bit easier. Sometimes, you know, I've gotten a little feedback like, you're going to talk about movie quotes and how are you going to do that for a whole podcast? And it's like, eh, just trust me. On It'll this. work. I got no, yeah, I yeah. It is. Um, and then... During the next season, we're going to be doing something a little special because the following season, we have Who Are You in the Bible? Yes. And so, what are we going to be doing getting ready for that? Uh, for that one, let's see. For that episode, or for that season, well, what we'll end up doing is um, we're going to have a little giveaway. Nice. And in the giveaway, we will have a, um, a book that will help to prepare those for the ultimate, you know, to, to prepare you for, to find out who you are in the Bible. And I know that you and I had talked uh, previously and you were saying, you know, well, I don't want it just to be like, yeah, everybody wants to be David. Everybody wants to be David. Everybody wants to I've be David. A but lot of Paul's too. Yeah, everybody wants to be David, Paul, you know, of course you're going to have, well, I want to be Jesus. Yeah, well, sure you do. But you, you know, also do you want to be crucified on the cross? Oh, no, I don't want to do that part. But, <laughs> you know, and then uh, there's, but everybody, it, David does, didn't just have, a ton of good things. He had a lot of good things that he mm-hmm. did, but he also had some things that were not great. Just like everybody. Just like Just everybody. Like everybody is amazing. Yes. So it's it's something that we want to put thought into. We want to, you know, look at. I mean, pros and cons of all the care of like. And there's more than just you know Noah and the Ark and um, you know uh, who was the one that had the multicolored coat? Joseph. Yeah. Yeah. There's 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 more than. I mean, so I'm rambling now, but like this, this book that the ultimate character guide is full of, I mean, it's what a couple hundred, it's like a hundred pages long yeah. and there are, I feel like it's got every character in there. It does. And it has, I mean, there's, it's a full color page. Um, some pages have, some characters have two pages and there are pros and cons of the characters. There's notable things that the characters did. Um, I mean, and they, they all have, most of them have a name. Can you see that? Oh wait, let me go back. Uh, yes. So wait, yeah, move it it's to like a your baseball card. Left. No, right. Sorry. There we go. Other left. <laughs> I'm like other left, right? I don't know. But yeah, so uh, you can see in here that they got you know it tells a little bit of their do's and don'ts and their strengths and weaknesses mm-hmm. a little bit story. So the idea is to go into the book and uh, you know get Research. the highlights. Do, yeah, the real quick. Because trying to find everybody in the Bible is going to be tough, right? Yeah, yeah. So we got this book to kind of, oh, okay, I can, Gabriel, I can I can see some of his strengths mm-hmm. and some of his weaknesses line up with me. So then I can dig into the Bible and get a little bit more backstory on them yeah. and, and kind of see. Um, but yeah, like you were saying, uh, everybody wants to be David. Everybody mm-hmm. wants to be Paul. Because he slayed Goliath, you know. Yeah. Um, and Paul was like right-hand man of Jesus, just about. So with this episode, 
what we're going to do is leave a comment in oh, Peter. Uh oh, oh, we just got a notification. Sorry. Oh, okay. Uh, leave a, a comment in the podcast mm-hmm. comment section, and then those names will be drawn and put into a hat. The idea is the winner of that drawing will win the book, and yes. then they'll also come onto the podcast and talk to us about who they found that they're like. Yes. Right on. Uh, so that's. What's I think it'll be up. neat. I think it's gonna be I'm, awesome. I'm excited for this because I think that, I mean, the, you know, everything we've we've always we've always talked about, you know, um, being in the Word more and and reading the Bible more. And I think this is an easy way to do it. You find out a character that you, maybe it's just a character you like, you know, somebody in the Bible that you like, and you go, well, I want let me read about it in this book, and then let me go find things that this that this person did in the Bible, and. You know, and then that's an easy way. Now I'm now I'm in the word, and I'm not. It's not any. It doesn't feel like work. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It feels like oh, now I'm, I'm researching. I'm finding out more about this this person. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it too. I think I found my guy. Uh, but, oh. So going back next season, uh, we'll start middle of January ish. Uh, but we'll get y'all more plugged in here in a little bit, and then that's going to be movie quotes. Yes. Getting the some time to whoever's going to be joining us some time to dig in because I don't want, I'm, I'm looking for a little bit more than just the brief, you know, mm-hmm. Hey, like, as we said a couple times, David, Paul, that kind of stuff. Um, all right. So if they want to get hold of us, if they want to get a hold of us, you can find us on Instagram at mighty anvil podcast. You can also find us on, um, the World Wide web. <laughs> the World Wide Web. Whips. You can find us on the web, on the line, at um, themightyanvil.com. You can also uh, email us at mightyanvilpodcast at gmail.com. And Instagram, Mighty Anvil Podcast. Ta-da. Ta-da. Well, uh, if you've got any ideas on uh, some uh, season ideas, give us that as well. I don't know yeah, yeah. Going. Give us a ring, drop a line, smoke signals, pigeons. Pigeons, yes. Whatever, yeah. All right, guys. An uh, SMS text message. <laughs> SMS. That's yeah. just so weird. All right, Strike. Until next time. <laughs>